The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. are in the money, the skies are sunny, an old man recession, you may not, you certainly are not through, but you have definitely done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf, and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market, and certainly we're going to do that. And of course, we're going to talk about the outcome of the elections and what's going on with all of that. And I can tell you that as I record this, I do not know, we do not know who the president is. They're still counting the votes. And so we will, uh, you know, if by the time you hear this, then <laughs> who knows, right? So anyway, but uh, we're going to talk about why we think the uh, stock market, the S&P has gone up so dramatically without knowing who the president is and what it's all about and what's driving all of this. And of course, we're going to talk about a lot more. So, but before we do that, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf, and uh, I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. Our website is rpoa.com. And uh, we'd certainly like to help you out if we can. And uh, recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 independent financial advisors. Actually, eight years in a row, they did that. So we're very proud of that designation. But we know that without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere at all. So all you clients, we love you. We thank you. We thank you. So let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, we're going to be talking about... Uh, in our first segment, and I, I entitled it, We Love Gridlock. And I want to go over with you why uh, historically the uh, S&P, the stock market, has done very well in periods of gridlock. And potentially, we're, we, it looks like we're going to have gridlock here now. So we're going to talk about that. Also, uh, I want to go over with you a list of seven things to do before you retire. Okay, so we're going to give you a checklist of stuff to look at. And, you know, other shows, they might give you five, you know, maybe four if you're lucky. But no, on this show, we don't, we go the full Monty. We give you seven things to do before retiring. Okay, so we give you everything we can think of. Now, also this week, as we do every week, we're going to have social security strategies for married couples. 
So uh, we're going to talk about uh, questions. And if you have questions regarding Social Security, simply send me an email, ken at, mon at uh, rpoa.com, ken at rpoa.com, and uh, I will endeavor to answer your questions, and you can help me out by giving me material for the show, so I appreciate it. Uh, also this week, uh, we're going to talk about the view that, that, that we have with regard to your retirement, which is to run it like a business, okay? So just as a business does, you have inflows, you have outflows, expenses, and you have a net income. And so I'm going to talk with you about how to be the CFO, the chief financial officer of your business, which is your retirement. So we're going to talk about that as well. And you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. I mean, most shows would say, you know what? If we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. But on this show, do we stop right there? Of course course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we're going to have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about, and actually, that's the part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And uh, so this week, our tip is going to be on the living trust. And we're going to talk about what it does, what it doesn't do. In my opinion, it is the most oversold, un needed legal document in the history of mankind and uh, but we're going to talk about where it is appropriate where it isn't and all of that for you at about 10 till so we have an absolutely fantastic show lined up for you and I hope you'll stay tuned for the entire program uh, I want to ask you, are you having the same uh, challenges that our family is having? So we have a daughter who is in Colorado. We have another one that's in Virginia. And we have another one that is, uh, where is she? She is uh, in uh, North Carolina. And uh, so we're trying to organize everybody coming home for Thanksgiving. And of course, with COVID, do we really want all those COVID carriers in our house <laughs> giving us the virus? So we're having all of our kids tested. Um, and so they have to test, wait seven days, test again. If they're still negative, then they're not flying here. They're driving here. And then when they get here, I got one of those thermometer things, the infrared that they point at your forehead to see if you have a, a fever or not. And we're going to zap them in the forehead before they come into the house. So we're tra taking every precaution that we can, but uh, I think we're going to have uh, a full house for Thanksgiving. So that's, that's, uh, that's a big reason to be thankful, I can tell you. But anyway, let's, go, let's talk about uh, you know, where we stand with the elections. And as I said, as I record this, um, we don't know who the president is yet. They're still counting. And so but yet, as you've seen in the last uh, week or so, you know, a week ago, I said when the market was down as much as it was, the S&P had uh, gone down significantly. Uh, you may recall I said that I believe that that was a buying opportunity. And boy, howdy, <laughs> was that a good call? Oh, my gosh. Uh, so why the big rise in the market? What happened this last week to cause it to do that? Um, and then what about where we stand with the election? So let's talk about uh, those. First of all, our belief has, is and continues to be that it is all about consumer spending, the ability of the consumer to stay afloat, and that is all, in our view, if, or to a great degree, dependent upon a stimulus package. And what happens is 
all the suspense about the elections and all of that started to fade as we got closer and closer and the feelings of all of that were gone or relatively gone. And people start thinking, okay, the elections are now here. What's going to happen now is we're a step closer to a stimulus package. And so we're going to get one here probably in the next, uh, hopefully in the next month or two. And when that happens, we think that uh, we're going to see the market go up. So therefore, why not get in now? All right, so I think that's part of the reason why we saw people getting in now. The other thing also is that uh, it's a strange thing, but the stock market seems to have an uncanny ability to predict the future. It's really crazy. And uh, if you look at what happened, there was a there was a a, a lot of people thought that there was going to be a blue wave that there, there was going to be the Senate was going to turn over and that the House was going to even gain some Democrat seats. But actually, what happened was, at least as of now, that in the Senate it looks like the Republicans may retain their majority, and then in the House it looks like the Republicans actually gained some seats there as opposed to losing seats. So what does that mean? It means that if we have Joe Biden as president. We have gridlock, and in fact, we're going to have gridlock. Uh, so, so that is a good thing from a stock market standpoint, usually. And let me tell you why. And by the way, I'm not saying Joe Biden's president. I don't know that, right? And and uh, I don't have a favorite either way. But here's what the gridlock does. What gridlock does is it makes change very, very difficult. And if there's one thing that investors and, and businesses don't like, it's a lot of change. It's a lot of uncertainty. So if, if we know that the regulations and taxes in the future, it's going to be very difficult if Biden is elected for, for him to pass through the sweeping tax changes, sweeping health care changes. So all of the stuff that Trump put in place most likely is, is going to stay under a gridlock scenario. So therefore, businesses know what the future is. They know what the regulations are. They know what taxes are. So now they're free to go and invest. They're free to go and do what they were wanting to do. If there's going to be a lot of change, they'd sit on their hands and wait to see what that's all about, and they may not invest. Uh, so gridlock historically has uh, has done uh, – we've seen the, the markets do quite well, actually better than in periods where we don't have gridlock. And uh, that's a, I saw that uh, according to Bloomberg. So – I guess you could look at it as the elections <laughs> kind of gave us a mixed bag so far, and uh, even you know even if Biden is elected, then the the chances of large wholesale changes are smaller, and also. Now that the elections are coming to a head, it looks like uh, we're going to get a stimulus package where every day we're getting closer to that and we have that. So keep your eye on the stimulus package. When that gets passed, we believe we could see new all-time highs in, in the Dow and the S&P. And uh, if there's gridlock, no, the, the, the big concern a lot of people had was Biden president means more taxes. That looks like that, that's going to be quite difficult to, to happen now. And so the whole thing is basically status quo. And uh, in, in investors' eyes, that's a good thing, all right, in most cases. So um, where, what does that mean for you? It does not mean that you go crazy and start taking all kinds of risk. But I do believe that uh, it is still a buying opportunity right now. And the reason I say that is because I still think there's going to be a stimulus package, and I still think we're going to see all-time highs when that happens. And plus, you know, there is a potential for a vaccine coming up. There is the potential for, and we have a lot of stimulus in the, in the system. So a lot of stuff is, is, is positively looking. So 
make sure you don't go crazy take more risk than you should but at the same time i believe this is an opportunity not a time to panic and sell all right so um now if you are over 50 if you are retired or retiring soon then you're the kind of person we would love to meet and see if we can help okay and uh, we we work with uh with families across the country in 48 states and uh, we manage uh, uh, over four billion dollars for our clients and so we'd love to help you if we can so if you go to our website you can click on meet with an advisor and what we'll do is we'll sit down and visit with you we'll go over with you to build your entire retirement plan how to get from here to retirement if you are retired how to stay retired we'll talk about strategies with your 401k we'll talk about strategies on diversification uh, we'll do a cash flow plan for you where we'll look at what your retirement cash flow will be during retirement and for 10 15 even 20 years into the future we'll help you to see what that looks like we'll help you determine if you can retire at all we'll help you determine if you're spending too much or not all of that kind of stuff social security decisions when and how to take it all of that we want to help you with at no charge or obligation. And uh, if you do all of that with us, then at the end of that, if you want to work with us, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. We will part friends. Okay. So uh, go to rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com and uh, take advantage of that opportunity. So we'll look forward to, to visiting with you. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about seven things to do before retiring. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayfe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morayfe. Thank you, Jack, and I am founder and senior retirement planner at Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, so we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon, and if that is you, then this show is designed for you, and all of the ideas that we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients, and you know, recently, Financial Times named our financial advisory firm one of the top 300 and uh, of course we're very proud of that designation we are thankful for that but we know that without our beloved and most valued clients we would be nowhere so all you clients uh, we love you we thank you and uh, we dedicate everything that we do to you and uh, wow, I feel good. <laughs> and I do feel good and this is that uh, we we're gonna talk now about uh, seven things to do before retiring and you know most shows would give you what maybe five you know if you're lucky maybe six but do we stop at that no we give you the full Monty ladies and gentlemen we're gonna give you all seven of the things that we think you should be looking at when you are preparing for retirement so let's go ahead and dive into those seven things and give you your checklist so the first thing we're gonna look at is decide where you plan to live you know there are different things that people want you know I, I met a couple that decided they wanted to move to Arkansas uh, they wanted to live out in the country they wanted to be away from they wanted to be miles away from the next nearest human being and their cost of living got reduced significantly from living in a big city other people want to live in the mountains you may want to so look at where you want to live and decide what the cost of living is going to be there and does it suit your needs etc etc Number two is what will you do when you retire? 
You know, um, AARP did a study years ago, and they, they looked at what are the most stressful events in someone's life. And believe it or not, uh, you know, the top two, of course, are loss of a loved one, divorce. But then number three was retirement. It's kind of crazy to think about, you know, you work all your life, you save your money, you do all this stuff so that you can retire. And then when you're about to retire, it's the most stressful, the third most stressful event in your life. The way, to, the way that we believe to do that is to start thinking about what are you going to do when you retire. Start planning ahead. Start doing stuff. If you want to volunteer, if you want to do a part-time job, if you want to go fishing, whatever it is, start doing it a little bit and start transitioning into that and think about that and you'll make the whole process a lot less stressful, we believe. Number three, our view is that when you retire, so should your debt be retired. Okay, so what that means is if you have a mortgage, if you have credit cards, car uh, loans, all that kind of stuff, once you retire, we believe you should have all of that paid off and have no debt. Why? Because when you have no debt, we, we view you as very financially secure because if all heck breaks loose and your investments go down and everything else goes terribly, you know, you can turn off all the lights in your house and the candle on your living room table will be your energy bill and the tomatoes you grow in the backyard is your food bill. I mean, in theory, you could live on practically nothing if you have your debt paid off. The reverse is not true. If you have bad times, uh, mortgage people are not going to say, we understand and you don't have to pay your mortgage anymore. So um, pay off all your debt, have, be debt free. Number four, considering, I'm sorry, consider cutting down on the risk in your investments. You know, one of the things that uh, we look at is that once you retire, you're now on defense. You're no longer on offense. You know, when you're younger, you're growing, you're investing, you're, you know, you're more, potentially more aggressive. Once you are getting near retirement, you need to start thinking about defending what you've built from, you know, a bear market, from, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you kind of have to think defensively, think about maybe reducing the amount of risk that you should have. Number five, consider what income you can expect. Okay, so where are you going to get your sources of income from Social Security? Do you have a pension? Do you have real estate? Do you have a rich uncle that's going to send you money? You know, where are you going to get sources of income? And one of the things that we do is what we call a retirement cash flow plan. And what we do is we look at all sources of income, all expenses, and we gather those all together and we, can, and we create an income cash flow retirement plan for you. Number six, and this one's very important, and that is consider health care. You know, a lot of times we have, if, particularly if you're going to retire before Medicare, you got to think about your, your health care expenses. Um, we've met people who want to live abroad when they retire. You know, they want to go live in Costa Rica or something. Well, that's fine, but think about what the health care is going to be like over there. Are there adequate facilities where you're going to go? What's it going to cost? All that kind of stuff. Now, the other thing also is to uh, apply for Social Security and uh, Medicare three months early, okay? It's very important in our view that you get your, you know, particularly with Medicare, if you are late getting your Medicare enrollment when you turn 65, there are penalties that could last literally for years and years, thousands and thousands of dollars in penalties, and you don't want that to happen to you. So apply for it, uh, do your social security planning, figure out the best ways to get it, how, when, who, and then apply three months early for social security. And that's something, you know, our, uh, uh, all of our advisors are, are retirement planners. They all have uh, the RCFP designation. And uh, so they are trained in social security to help you to make those decisions. So 
This whole discussion has been very self-serving, I will tell you, because we would love to help you with every single one of those things on the checklist. So if you want to avail yourself of that, all you have to do is go to our website. It's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, when you're there, you can click on meet with an advisor. Um, and what we'll do is we'll schedule a time to visit with you virtually. So from the comfort of your home, you can uh, go through and we'll look at the re retirement cash flow plan. We'll help you make social security decisions, Medicare decisions if you're uh, of that age. We'll help you to build a plan to pay down your debt if you still have some. We'll look at uh, how much risk is appropriate for you. So all the things that I just talked about, we want to help you and de develop a plan for you. And we want to do that all at no charge or obligation. I love it. And well, you should. And uh, so now with that, you know, if you sign up for that and we spend time with you and we can, if we can help you, that is fantastic. We love it. We're so grateful. Uh, and if we can't, we're going to tell you that too. So either way, there is no charge. There's no obligation. And we will part friends. So I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And I think it is too. So our website is rpoa.com and uh, you can sign up for that. Now also in the coming week, speaking of Medicare, it's a very important time. Medicare enrollment is coming up. And so if you have your Part B and your Part D um, and your Part C, okay, I, I mean your Part C and your Part D, uh, you, if you're on Medicare, you know what I'm talking about. It's an important time to review those. Also, if you are going to be 65 soon, you need to get on so, uh, Medicare. And so we're going to, we have uh, virtual seminars on that uh, here in this next week that uh, I, I would like for you to attend if you can. So all of this is at rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, social security strategies for married couples. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I've been, I am founder of Retirement Planners of America, and I'm a senior retirement planner. I've been doing this now for over 20 marvelous, wonderful, and very exciting years. And all of the ideas that we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And, uh, you know, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then uh, that's who we want to work with. It's who we want to help. And uh, our entire practice is designed around uh, helping people to accomplish their retirement goals. And we have two goals for you. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, at one time we polled our clients and we said, you know, do you like having your money last longer than you do or as long as you do? And it was really funny because clients said, actually, I want the last check I write the bounce. The kids can, you know, I've raised them. It's on them now. So I'm going to spend it all. So we said, okay, fine. Then we want your money to last as long as you do. So everything that we do is around that. And one of the biggest areas that it's, it's important to look at is Social Security. And, uh, you know, Social Security is, is extremely complex. In fact, I think that if there was a gold medal for complexity, um, I really believe that that the uh, Social Security and the, the government would win the gold medal every year because 
They Houston, are, we have a problem. Yes, indeed we do. Uh, they are extremely adept at creating complexity. So um, what we do every week is we want to help you with some ideas on how to how to uh, learn about Social Security, improve it. But I think the best way is, uh, you know, because everybody's situation is different, is to talk with somebody that has training, that has uh, been educated in that area. And we have people available to you. And all you have to do is go to our website, rpoa.com, and, and uh, click on Meet with an Advisor, and we will be happy to sit down with you and see if we can help you uh, with your uh, social security planning. So let's go over some questions. The first question I have here is uh, I am 66 years old and uh, my uh, I, I filed for benefits at age 64. Um, I wasn't working so I started to receive my benefits. Several months later I suspended my benefit and I did not repay what I received. I just suspended my future payments. Now, the question is, if I hadn't received any benefits until about a month ago when I started drawing my own uh, benefit at age 66, so here's the question, can I repay the benefits I received and file for a spousal benefit now, meaning on my, on my wife? Uh, is it too late? It would be definitely be to my advantage for me to take my uh, Social Security based on my, on my wife. Well, the answer is, it is too late, okay, because you opened your record two years ago and you only have 12 months within which you can repay your benefits and, re, and essentially restart the whole process. So you cannot file uh, if you've already done that within one year, so sorry. Uh, another question here I have, is there an, any advantage to taking a spousal benefit before the end of one year rather than waiting until the next year? Okay, can I get payments retroactive back to the start of the year? A friend of mine is getting a lump sum payment of approximately $13,000 from Social Security for this reason. Is it possible? Um, sometimes they do pay six months retroactive benefits, but only if you are eligible for benefits during that six-month period and never back to a period before your full retirement age. Okay, so if you just turn 66, you will not get retroactive benefits. So it's, it's, again, you have to be careful of the timing of all these things before you try to make any decisions. So again, I hope I've illustrated, probably you, what you just heard made no sense to you at all, right? Well, that's my point. Social Security is extremely complicated and it's, if you don't do it correctly, you could potentially leave thousands of dollars, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime on the table. And we don't want you to do that. So we want to help you with that. So if you go to our website, we have lots of videos, we have articles, we have podcasts on social security strategies, social security planning. And more importantly, you can visit with one of our retirement planners and uh, they will sit down with you and devise a social security retirement plan for you. Uh, they are trained in that and they can help you with it. Now, when you do visit with our retirement planners, we don't only want to talk with you about Social Security, okay? Because th there's lots of things. We want to talk about retirement cash flow, diversification of your portfolio. Uh, we want to talk about do you have what we call your magic number, meaning do you have enough money to retire on? We want to talk about uh, what to do with your 401k, your profit sharing plans at work. So we, we want to build a, an entire retirement plan for you, no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, that is just fantastic. And if not, we're going to tell you that too. So either way, there there is no charge, there's no uh, obligation, and we will part friends. So we want to... <laughs>
<laughs> yes, indeed. Now, also, you know, this uh, this coming week, we do have, uh, since it is Medicare enrollment time uh, in October, a very important time. So we have uh, some virtual seminars on Medicare enrollment, uh, particularly on uh, making sure that your Part C and Part D is up to speed. But for those of you who are turning 65 soon, you need to get enrolled as well. And we're going to talk about that. So it's a very important time now for Medicare. And we have uh, virtual seminars coming up this week for that. So uh, go to our website, rpoa.com for all of the above. Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about treating your retirement like running a business and why we think that is so important to think that way. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And all of the ideas that we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas that we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And uh, hey, we, a lot of this is ad lib, isn't it? Well, Jack, as a matter of fact, it is all ad lib. <laughs> Which is what makes this show fun. And, you know, uh, since we work primarily with people who are over 50, who, ha who are uh, retired or retiring soon, then what we look at is uh, two goals. One is we want your money to last as long as you do. And then secondly, we want you to have financial peace of mind. And, uh, you know, we consider your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. And very interesting. Yes, it is very interesting. But we also uh, think of that because we want you to go play. We want you to have fun. We want you to relax. We want to worry about all this boring financial stuff so that you don't have to. And, you know, I was talking to a client the other day and he said, I know, Ken, you're always telling me about the second childhood without parental supervision. But right now, COVID has us grounded. It's like my parents grounded me. I'm stuck at home now. I can't go out. Um, well, that is uh, most very likely true, but you know what? Uh, I think that uh, this will pass. I, I certainly believe that uh, the pandemic will pass and we'll go back to our normal life. So I, I hope that I'll be back. Yes, I think we'll be back. So we're going to talk now about, uh, you know, fundamentally, we believe uh, since we work with people who are retired or retiring soon, that your retirement should be, you should run it, you should manage it like running a business. Okay. In other words, you need to think of yourself as a business person. You're running a business and you have inflows, you have outflows, and you have net income. And uh, so you run your retirement like a business because now that, now that you're retired, you probably aren't going to have wages. And without wages now, it's basically on you to manage your investments, to manage your sources and your inflows and outflows and to run your, your retirement like a business. And, you know, I remember uh, when I was in MBA school and uh, we had uh, um, a billionaire come and talk to us, a very successful man. He had uh, started, I believe, 35 businesses and, and sold them all. <laughs> he was a serial entrepreneur. And uh, he said, you know, he asked his group of, uh, you know, very smart MBA students. He said, okay, let's imagine for a moment that you have a business and 50% of your revenue is coming from one big customer that you have. Okay, and that customer walks in the door one day and says, you know what, we've had a nice relationship, you've done a great job, but uh, I'm going to go to a competitor and I'm leaving as of tomorrow. So suddenly you have now lost 50% of your revenue. What do you do? 
Well, you know, all the smart guys uh, in our class, you know, all the young people, we raise our hand and we say, well, we get our salespeople out there and start shaking the bushes and try to get new customers to replace the one we lost. And he said, wrong. Okay, so what else? Well, we'll get our marketing, advertising. We'll go on We'll go on the offensive. We'll put a lot of advertising and marketing to get new customers and get them in the door and replace them. He said, wrong. So then it got really quiet because we kind of ran out of ideas. And he says, you know what you need to do? Ver the very first thing you need to do, it is to cut costs. He said, there is no guarantee you're gonna get another customer. There is no guarantee that you can replace that 50% of revenue you just lost. So therefore, the first thing you need to do is you need to cut costs. You need to look everywhere to get your expenses down to the, uh, to the levels that the revenue you have now, which is now 50% of what you had, uh, under control. So you gotta make some major changes in your business. Well, we look at that same sort of thing as what the way you should think of your retirement. And so, for example, let's say that your investments do uh, are suffer losses like many uh, incurred in Y2K in the bear market of uh, of uh, 2000 or the bear market of 2008, where the uh, where the the S and P 500, the stock market, went down about 50 percent in both of those instances. So that's an example. If you are retired and the, the vast majority of your income is going to come from your investments and you suddenly see those investments drop dramatically like that, there is no guarantee that the market will come back. I know people say that and you're a long-term investor and all that, but there isn't. You know, the, the, the Great Depression, the Dow dropped 90% in 1929. It took, it took 25 years to get back to even. And uh, Y2K, it took seven years to get back to even. And, and 2008, it took six years. So it takes a long time to recover in, most, in many cases. And so if you have now, and, and you don't know when it will, and you can't continue, in my view, to spend the way you did, if you suddenly see your investments drop dramatically, because if, if the markets, your investments don't come back, you're gonna spend it all away and you'll have nothing. You'll go bankrupt in my, in my business uh, uh, analogy. And so therefore, if you see your investments drop dramatically, you're gonna have to make some very, very important cost-cutting decisions. It, it could potentially change your entire life. And so we don't want that for you. And that's why in our firm, we have what we call invest an invest and protect philosophy, meaning that growth is important for sure. We wanna grow money, obviously, but protection of principle, once you are within five years of retirement or five years into retirement, when you're in that 10-year period, we believe that that period is the single most important important financial period of your life. And when you're in that 10-year zone, we believe that you need to be very conscious about protecting your principal. And that's why our Invest and Protect philosophy is one that told us back in, uh, in November of 2007 to tell our clients to get out of all equities and stay out for a year and a half during the credit crisis, a market crash. Uh, it wasn't until June of 2009 that we said it was time to buy, a year and a half later almost. And then this year, we said to sell in March uh, of, uh, uh, of this year, March 10th to be exact. Now, our strategy isn't perfect. We've had times when our strategy said to sell, and it was not a bear market. Uh, 2015 is an example, 2018. But having a defensive strategy to protect your principal, we believe should be a foundational part of your retirement planning. If you don't have that, you will always have the risk of a downside situation which could cause you to have to cut costs dramatically, change your life, or not be able to retire at all. We don't want that for you. So here's what I want you to do. Our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. If you go there, you have several options. One is you can uh, sign up to visit with one of our retirement planners. 
You just click on meet with an advisor. We'll meet with you virtually. We'll sit down with you and we'll build a plan that includes our invest and protect philosophy in it. We'll also help you make your social security decisions. Medicare enrollment is coming up here this, this month, a very important time. If you're turning 60 soon or if you are over 60, uh, 65 rather, or if you're over 65, this is maybe the most important month when it comes to Medicare and social security for you. We want to help you with that as well. So we got lots of resources available to you. So just go to our website. It's rpoa.com and avail yourself of those. We want to help you if we can. And if we can't, that's fine too. We'll part friends either way. So rpoa.com is our website. Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, the fruits of your labor through the use of a living trust. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. And uh, this is the show. Thank you, Jack. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about uh, Social Security. We talk about uh, the stock market. We talk about uh, your 401k. We talk about cash flow planning, seven things to do before you retire. You name it, we talk about it. And we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And uh, this part of the show is where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserved serving heirs the fruits of your labor, which we also call estate planning. And you know, um, just to, there's an old thing that says, if you don't toot your horn, nobody else will. So I'm going to toot my horn here for just a moment and say that uh, uh, recently, Barron's named Dumois, one of uh, the top 100 financial advisors. Actually, they've done so for eight years in a row. And uh, I'm very proud of that designation. But you know, without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be absolutely nowhere. And uh, so we know there's that. No doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. We know that. And uh, so thank you uh, for, for all you clients. We love you. We appreciate you. And we thank you very, very much. Okay, so this part of the show, we talk about, uh, how, as I mentioned, how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, the fruits of your labor. And one of the vehicles that uh, you can use to uh, make that happen is called the Living Trust. Now, I believe that the Living Trust is probably the most uh, oversold, underneeded uh, uh, <laughs> legal document ever devised by lawyers, uh, but that's just my opinion. But I do want to go over with you what Living Trusts do and what they don't do. But before we do that, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches. If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches. And you know, the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff, it's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags. And we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about the living trust. So first of all, let's set the stage and let's talk about what, what it is. What is a living trust? So a living trust is essentially a substitute for your will. Okay, so think about what the will does. So the will says who gets it, when they get it, how they get it. 
Okay, so it sets all the rules around that, and that is exactly the same thing that the living trust does. So, therefore, and, and in, in that way, also, the living trust is very similar to your will in that it does not save you one thin dime in income taxes, and it doesn't save you from liabilities or lawsuits or anything like that. Okay, so it is just basically your will substitute. So the question then becomes, well, okay, if that's the case, then why do I need one? Why should I have a, a, a living trust? Well, there are basically, there are some good reasons to have it. So for example, let's say that you live in a state um, where probate is a big deal, okay? So there are states where uh, probate is very lengthy, it's expensive, you know, you, it, it, there's uh, delays and lawyers involved and all that kind of stuff. If you have a complicated estate where you have property in different states and, you, you know, if you're a complicated situation, then what the living trust is in, actual, in essence does is it pre-probates your estate. In other words, it, it, it sets it all as if it had been probated and therefore you've saved your family from all that probate, all that complication, and all of that. Now, most of you listening to the show, that is not the case. I, I suspect you don't have real estate in three or four different states and uh, investments all over the place and all of that. So uh, for most of you, that's not probably an issue. The other uh, reason why you might want to have a living trust is that it makes uh, contestation uh, extremely difficult. Okay, because if you've gone so out of your way to create this living trust, you've hired a lawyer, you've gone through the whole process, then if you've uh, disinherited somebody or you've uh, disproportionately uh, helped, uh, you know, done th something for one or another, it's very difficult for an heir to say that that wasn't willful and to contest it. And it's also very private. The information is not public. And so therefore, no one can know, you know, specifically what you did and therefore come out of the woodwork and start uh, contesting the thing. So that's another advantage of the, the living trust. And then the third one is that privacy thing. You know, we have clients, for example, that don't want anybody to know what they have and who they left it with. Uh, or left it to, um, and uh, you know your will is a is a public document. So upon your death, anybody can go down and uh, you know essentially like a reference book at the library is uh, take out your will and read you know who you left it to and and uh, how much and all that. And if you're private and you don't want people to know about that, then the living trust uh, uh, might enable that as well. So there are reasons to have it. But I would say for most of you, a living trust uh, is not needed. Probably a will accomplishes the job for you. Uh, the, the living trust doesn't save you on income taxes or estate taxes, as I mentioned, because you can do the same, it does the same thing through your will. So there's no advantage from that standpoint. Now, as I mentioned, if you are over 50, you are retired or retiring soon, then you know that would be something that we would love to meet you. We'd love to see if we can help you. And uh, our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, you can sign up to visit with one of our retirement planners. And uh, what we'll do is sit down with you and we'll build a retirement plan from soup to nuts. We want to look at uh, decisions on Social Security. You know, did you know that the IRS wants to tax? <laughs> yeah, those guys, they want to tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. We want to show you how to beat that if it's at all possible. We also want to talk about, uh, you know, when and how to take Social Security. We want to talk about your estate planning. We want to talk about Medicare enrollment. We want to talk about uh, 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 your 401k. And uh, we want to talk about how to get income during your retirement, income tax savings. So much information that we want to share with you. And we, need, we want to do it all at no charge or obligation. So... I 
think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. It certainly is. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, and you can avail yourself of all of that. So, oh my gosh, you know what, folks? The show's over already. I'm, I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Morave or MMWKM Advisors, LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.